Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode three, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. Today we thought we'd have a little look at the objectives of true healing and give you some un- understanding of that. Yes, it'll be good to understand it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we're episode three already. How awesome is this? I know it's really cool, isn't it? And I am so enjoying putting these podcasts together. I don't know about you, but I'm learning from you and I feel you're learning from me as well. Um, and it's great that we can share our knowledge with each other and then share it with um, with those people that are interested in, in what we have to offer. Absolutely. And well, life's a continual learning process, isn't it? As we know. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. So um, today I thought um, it would be interesting for us to have a discussion about um, what true healing is and what the objective of true healing is, um, because I do feel that that people kind of sometimes go, well, what is healing? I don't really get what healing is. And and I think it's kind of to help people to understand that there's many different levels of healing and there's many different ways of healing. Um, But really what what true healing is all about is to um, try and get to the root cause of the issues that are creating either a, a medical problem in you or issues in your life where you don't feel that you're able to move forward Um, and you know last time we were talking about dis-ease weren't you so for me um, true healing is about bringing people back to a a place of ease bringing body mind and soul back into balance once more Um, so um, yeah so that's kind of um, what I thought it'd be really good to have a discussion around today okay sounds like a plan so what is the objective of true healing then? Well, the, the key objective is to find the root cause of whatever is causing you to feel at de- dis-ease with yourself. So, um, and, and getting to that root cause can take many different pathways. And sometimes as well, um, I've certainly experienced in my my own journey um, how sometimes that the dis-ease with yourself can, can be on many layers as well and many levels. Um, and it may be that you need to kind of approach it from a cognitive level, so first of all, to kind of get an understanding, um, like you were saying last time about how, you know, sometimes your clients really, what you're doing is helping them to understand where the problem's coming from. Um, but it, it's it's about um, gaining some insight, gaining some understanding of where that problem is coming from, um, clearing that energy from my perspective, certainly clearing that energy so that um, so that things kind of level out and come back into a place of balance once more. Yeah, that's the word that just came out. I was just about to throw that in when you finished was it's about getting back into balance. Yes. 
Yes, it, yes, it is. Um, and of course, um, as um, as we come back into that place of balance, it, it allows our heart centre to open. And the heart centre is so important on an energetic level anyway, because when our heart centres open, it gives us our connection with ourselves and with our soul on a very deep level. Um, and also it helps us then to recognize what our purpose is. And, and um, I think we were talking about purpose a little bit in the, the first episode, weren't we, that we did. Um, but, but we can have many different purposes, but, but our purpose is always about making our hearts sing. So whatever makes us feel really happy is what we should be doing um you know whether that's for a job whether that's in our personal lives with our families um everything that that we do needs to be coming from our heart center and everything that we say as well but when when we um need things healing um that can um put us in a place where we're not as heart centered as maybe we could be um because we're at dis-ease with ourselves and we're not sure quite how to deal with the situation yeah, I think I think dis-ease is going to be a, an ongoing theme throughout this pod, this, this series of podcasts, because obviously it comes back to obviously to me, it comes back to not being at peace with yourself in some way for some reason. And, you know, like you're saying, doing things that make your heart sing in that case, I should give up. Well, I, mean, I love the coaching anyway. It makes my heart sing helping people in that way. But. I love my painting. I love my walking. So I'm doing the things that I love to do uh, all the time. Well, you know, I'm not painting all the time, but, uh, you know, in my life, I have regular painting. I do regular painting. I do regular walking, regular outdoor stuff, and I do regular coaching. The three things that really, really, really make my life happy and my my, my heart and soul sing. So, so yeah, uh, no, absolutely, absolutely with that. And I think just touching on the cognitive side of things, um it's 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 a there's a positive it's a double-edged sword is what i'm trying to say there's a positive and a negative to that because sometimes understanding what's going on and understanding where something's come from the root cause of something cognitively that's right isn't it um can help but if we go too far into that Oh, again air quotes i have to do air quotes on podcasts because you can't do it in, um but if you go too far into the trying to understand why something's happening it doesn't necessarily serve you in a positive way it can actually send you down a rabbit hole of false not false information but just false you, you're looking at something or looking for something that doesn't actually matter and isn't actually relevant yeah so it's it's finding that balance between what we need to know to understand to be able to move forward to to connect with our heart center absolutely to feel what needs to be done so that awareness we talked about in the last episode becoming aware of what the body's doing and what the body's telling us to then be able to have that right i need to do some healing i need to do some meditation i need to do some journaling i need to do whatever is the right thing for that individual in that moment. And I think, so it's, it's important to be able to understand it to that degree. But when we start trying to analyze and understand why we have, a, why my personality clashes with X, Y, Z person. Okay. But does it actually matter? Um, I suppose, I 
suppose on a cognitive level, it probably doesn't matter. But sometimes it, it can, I suppose it depends on the specific Depend, situation. Yeah. I think that's what I'm kind of trying to say. <laughs> um, and, and one of the, the things that I find um, really useful with energy healing is that um, you can get to the root cause without having to relive that trauma, without having to know the ins and outs of things you know sometimes I have people who come to me and there's there's big family issues going on and parts of the family aren't talking to each other and um that you know there have been all sorts of issues that have gone on and I just by clearing all the negative energies that are connecting people to each other that can make a huge difference into the way that that they react and respond within the family unit with each other Nobody else in the family knows usually that those energies are being cleared because it's that one person that's come to me with the issues and that they're, they're kind of saying, well, it's affecting all of us. Um, um, but, but you know, the positive effect that that has, and I think that's the beauty of, um, of healing yourself, is that as you clear stuff that's connecting you to other people, that's connecting you to situations that have been traumatic, you shift that out of your energy, your whole energy changes. And that then has a ripple effect on everybody else around you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, and, and of course, if, if you have addressed an issue and it's no longer an issue for you on whatever level that is, then you change your behavior. So, so if, um, you know, if you've had a big Barney with your, with your, um, partner and the energies of that have, have been cleared um you're then able to communicate better and resolve the issues yes um so so whatever it might be it's you know sometimes sometimes we need to do the cognitive work and we need to understand it but but you can also um overanalyze things and overthink things um, and, and sometimes we just need to accept that that it is what it is. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and that's an important place to be, because when you're in a, in a place where you can go, it is what it is, you're not attaching any emotion to it. You're not attached to the situation. You're not attached to the relationship. You're not attached to the person. So that means it's a lot easier to deal with. But when when somebody's getting triggered and upset, um, then it's an, a, an indication that there's attachment there. A negative attachment just causes drama. Um, so so clearing those attachments and sometimes, you know, it's loads of attachments that I need to clear. And sometimes it needs to go all the way along the ancestral blood and family lines. And that changes the whole dynamic um, of a family. Um, so that they, you know, they that it's not just the person that's come to me directly for healing, but it's actually healing everybody else around them as well. Yeah, I think that's. I think one of the, sorry. Sorry, go on. No, go well, on. Well, no, that's right. I was going to say. Um, I think one of the key things you said there was atta about attachment, not having attachment. Um, I've had conversations with people who've sort of said, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. That's a bit of a, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those phrases that get banded around, particularly in the alternative medicine or alternative therapy arena. 
Um, oh, it is what it is. Just accept it. I think when you get to that point of understanding that it is what it is, it's not it meant in the glib way. It's meant in the just accepting that things will be as they are and we can influence, as we, we said right at the beginning, in terms of we can influence the future and influence what happens moving forwards, but we can't change the past. So what's happened's happened. It is what it is where you are today, now in this moment. You can't change what's led you to that moment. So letting go of the attachment to what happened. So if you have an argument, so go back to your example, argument with a partner, you can't change the events that led to that argument. You can't change the actual argument argument unless you're actually in the middle of it, if you see what I mean. You can change where it goes. But but once it's happened, you can't change it. What you can do is release the energy of it and then deal with it from a place of learning and understanding rather than um, just accepting that, oh, well, me and me and my partner always argue. Well, if you're always arguing, there's a problem there that needs addressing. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. But but like you say, it, it's it's about releasing the energy of it. It's about releasing the emotion of it. And, and in that kind of example, it, it's about um, um, opening up the communication that, that is going on between people. So because often in an argument it, it's the the way isn't it that that people put across what they're, they're trying to explain how they're feeling and the other person it's the interpretation of what's being said and that's all based on previous experiences um and and one of the things that i found with healing is that what it can bring to you is um greater clarity which then allows acceptance as we were saying and you know um where when we're in a place where we can say it is what it is um it, it's kind of taking us back to what we were saying in the first episode about everything being neither good nor bad um it's a learning experience um so so you know one of the things that i found with healing is that by clearing those attachments it takes a lot of the emotion out of the 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 situation and and that um that then allows you to kind of step back and also recognize what's your stuff and what's somebody else's stuff that you've kind of got dragged into. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's very easy, isn't it, to get caught up in somebody else's drama and then think it's yours when actually it isn't yours. <laughs> and and we've all got enough of our own stuff to deal with without having somebody else's stuff that, that's caught up in 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 with us. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just brought to mind um, so something I learned in, in sales. So part of what I do is business coaching, as you know, but for the listeners. Um, and quite often there's a fear of, of fear of rejection, a fear of someone saying no. So people won't ask for a sale. They, they're scared to prospect to, to look for business because they're afraid of being rejected if someone's saying no. And when you actually take the emotion out of yes and no, and accept the fact that if someone's saying or realize the fact that when someone's saying no, they're not saying no to you. They're saying, no, I'm not ready for whatever it is you're offering. And when you look at it and 
Um, one of the games I get clients to play is, is go for no, is to focus on getting those. How many no's can you get this week? Because if you focus on the no, I mean, that doesn't mean go out of your way to upset people so they say no, if <laughs> you're still trying to sell your business. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, fo- if you focus on the no's, the, the yeses will come. You know, the yeses li- yes lives within the land of no, I think. Um, book called Go For No. Can't remember who the author was, actually. But um, Perhaps we can that up and put it in the, in the show notes, notes afterwards because yeah. it might help some people. So, so yeah, so if you, if you focus on the no's and if you treat it, it's kind of like that. Okay. So that's a yes. That's one of those. Hmm. That's a no. That's one of those. Hmm. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's the same emotionally. If you, if you treat it the same and disconnect, detach from the emotion of someone saying no to you or someone saying yes to you, it's just a step in the process of your business. So if you then, I, I would, sorry, no, um, no. I was just going to say, I, I agree. You need to do to dis- disconnect from the the emotion of the the no, but when you get the yes, <laughs> you don't need um, negative attachments to it. But but you you need that that feeling of wow, yes, I've got a yes this time, because then that will bring more to you of the yeses. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you with that in terms of. <laughs> That's okay. We're looking at it from different perspectives. So, okay. I'm going to jump forward a little bit. So, yes, celebrate every win. Absolutely. Um, what I'm talking about is in that moment of yes and no, then it doesn't matter emotionally whether you get a yes or a no. It's just a it is what it is moment. It is a. Mm that person said yes to me great it's a yes that person said no to me great it's a no rather than a oh that person said no to me and oh yeah great that person said yes and the reason I say that yes celebrate your win but just detach from the outcome in the moment is that you it it can take you down the wrong path of how you come across to the client because Okay, so in a business setting, um, if you come across as too excited, you can come across as quite desperate. And particularly if you've had a lot of no's, then that energy of desperation of, oh, my God, thank God for that. I've got a client. I've got a client. Yay, yay. That will come across and that can then cause a discord. um, uh, Dis, what's the word I'm looking for? Dis. um, Disconnect. mm, No, that's not what I'm looking for. But but yeah. There's then there's then like a there's something not um, congruent about it. There's something not quite right, and it won't be at a conscious level. It will be at a sub subliminal subconscious level or at a soul level or at a uh, at even a heart level. And you can then get doubt. And I've seen so many people who've got really excited in front of a client when they've signed up, and then the client's backed out. Yeah, yeah, I I see what you're you're saying and and from my perspective that would be because they've got negative attachments they've got negative attachments to their expectations they've got negative attachments perhaps to that client they've got negative attachments to whether it's going to be a yes or a no um and and clearing that energy out of the way like you say will will help people and and the way that you do it as well will help people to come into that place of 
um it is what it is so yeah. so that there is that still that feeling of yeah that's great that i've got the um got the yes but but not in a way that it's desperation so, so yeah i understand what you're saying now yeah so it so it's just you know whether it's a yes or a no it's right yeah it's that is that kind of you know it the outcome will be what the outcome is and don't worry if it's a no don't worry if it's a yes it just is what it is yeah. from an emotional attachment point of view yeah and and that kind of takes you back into a place of your own um own power doesn't it so so that you are empowered to be your true self and i think that's another key thing with healing is it's really about um empowering you to be your true self and when you're your true self and you're working from the heart and you're heart-led and heart-centered then um you you're truthful um and and honest and 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 that reflects in the way that people respond to you um and, and when you feel when when you're being your true self and and you're authentic then you feel empowered to move things forward in a way you know from a business i mean we've both been in business haven't we so from from a, a business point of view if you were doing a sale you'd move it forward so that you meet the the customer's needs um and it's the same really with, with um, me with my clients it's looking at um, meeting that person's needs by the healing work that I do to help them to feel empowered to be their true self and when when you step into your own power then um you don't have attachment to every to anything you're able to um look at things from that um perspective of everything is is just what it is yeah and that then goes back to i think we've mentioned this in the first episode as well but that then goes back to the the place of choosing and being able to see something objectively and be able to respond to it that to that situation rather than going in energetically and reacting to it so you know coming from a place of response where you can take that step back and say what's actually going on here what's so that person said yes that person said no whatever it might be I have no direct control. I might be able to influence to a degree, but I have no direct control over what that client or that person is going to say. They're either going to say yes or they're going to say no. But if I'm attached to that, or if I'm coming from a place of, so if I react to that, they say no, and I go into the whole, ah, oh, see, that's proof I'm not good enough. See, nobody wants to buy from me. You're just perpetuating that negative energy, that negative cycle. Um, whereas if you can come from it from a place of, okay, it wasn't right for that person. That's okay. Next. And that was something else. No um, was an, is a, an acronym for next one. Oh, good there one. There you go. <laughs> good one. Um, yeah, I think I think that's um, an important thing to kind of understand with it, isn't it? Um the, the other thing, probably some of the, the key things, one of the key things with um, healing is understanding that it's a journey and it's a journey of self-discovery. Um, it's not a quick fix, um, but it's all about learning to go inward, to connect with yourself, to understand yourself better, to understand the journey th that you've had, whether you're just looking at 
your journey in this life or whether you want to explore it um, on deeper and deeper levels. But even, you know, certainly with the healing work that I do, people have kind of, I've done work with them where it's it's like, you can see a light bulb going on, you know, I've sent them feedback and they've come back to me and said, oh my goodness, now that makes sense. I, yeah. you know, I absolutely understand that. I can see where that, that comes from and that was in my childhood or that was in my teenage years or whatever it might be. But it, you know, it's kind of that, that light bulb moment of, of understanding um but but i've also had experience with people where you know i've i've had people that that expect me just to fix everything <laughs> one or two treatments and 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 i'm going to be fixed and it, and it it doesn't work like that you know it, it's a journey of discovery it's about being prepared to to go inward to look at yourself to say actually you know what i've got an issue with this or i've got an issue with that um i need to address this and and then my role is very much um, about facilitating the, the energy healing to clear those issues for people, but it's so that they can reconnect with themselves um, and gain that, that greater insight into themselves. Yeah. And, and from my point of view, um, exactly, exactly. I'm not there to run someone's business for them. I'm not there to um, do the work for them. I am there to facilitate and I'm there to help them question and I'm help there to, with tools and things that we can use to actually come up with so they can come up with the answers that they need. Um, but you're absolutely right. You know, it is a journey of discovery. The, the whole point of this is us coming, coming to terms with who we are. And I think for a lot of people, that's the biggest fear is actually finding out who they really are, who we really are. Yeah, I, I think it is. And, and it's, um, and, and this is then where people, um, they don't love themselves. And, and I don't mean that from an egotistical sort of, sure. you know, I really love myself. I've got <laughs> my big part. I'm driving down the street and I'm, you know, I am the big I am. It, it's not that at all. It's very much more when you, when you take this journey of self-discovery, it, it's starting to accept who you are. It's learning who you are it's um doing the things that make you happy um it is all the things that are about self-love and and i think you know it's really important for people to understand that you can't truly love somebody else unless you love yourself and it's unconditional love not conditional love conditional love has conditions attached to it and that's you know the the sorts of situations where you get where um if you behave yourself then we'll go to the sweetie shop on the way home that is love oh, can we? <laughs> <laughs> I see you're talking about like parents with children. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is actually love with attachment because that's saying on a subconscious level, I'll love you if you behave yourself and I'll reward you if you behave yourself instead of accepting you for who you are. But that comes back to being able to accept yourself and mm -hmm. love yourself and, yeah. and do the things that nurture you and, and, and make you feel good and make you feel happy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that's, that's been missing. It's been missing in this world for, for a very long time because of, you know, so many things have gone on. So the, the sort of discord in, in relationships and families and misunderstandings and, and because people 
don't understand that that the world is a mirror mm. you know and, and when you've got somebody that really irritates you they irritate you because they're showing you something that um you need to address in you so um and that's a subject we probably need to touch on in a bigger way um in another in another session for you but um we um you know healing is about looking at those issues that are being reflected to you about going inward and discovering what it is that that needs to be addressed and um and and clearing out that energy having a different perspective with things so that you're able to step into a state of flow so that you're able to be your authentic self and so that you feel empowered to to move forward on your journey in a way that is positive and heart-led and heart-centered absolutely absolutely finding yourself and just connecting with yourself at that level is just life-changing it's just awesome yes so, yeah. absolutely it is it, it definitely changes things when you start to understand that um healing starts with you and starts with learning to love yourself yeah excellent okay super and on that note if you've got any questions then do please get in touch with um either or both of us um if you'd like some help with healing then um do please book an appointment uh until next time take care it's goodbye from me and it's still goodbye from me <laughs> oh dear it never gets old does it <laughs> take care